Good morning, City Church. This is Jennifer Murphy, bringing you what I hope is a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. There's a running joke among some of my friends that I have a Scotland story for any situation. I'll explain. My husband James and I served as missionaries in Scotland from 2007 to 2009, and even though it was a relatively short period of time, it was a really significant time in our lives. And so we have a lot of memories from being there and quite a lot of stories. I don't actually have a specific Scotland story to share with you today, but more of a lesson I learned about myself while living and serving there. One of the hardest things for us to contend with was the legalism in the church. The belief that our good works and obedience is what gains us our salvation and approval in God's eyes was entrenched in the culture and the history of the denomination we worked for. It was heartbreaking to see and hear the numerous stories of how the church had caused so much pain and heartache over the years as a result of their failure to preach the gospel and the good news of God's radical love for and acceptance of us. In the midst of our work, when faced with the repercussions of this legalism, I felt a range of emotions, but the strongest was usually anger. I felt justified by this anger because the legalistic practices and unnecessary rules felt like a barrier to our work. We were lamenting these struggles with a team member one day, and his wise words rang true then and still resonate with me now. He said to us, don't be an elder brother to the elder brother. In other words, it's not our place to withhold grace from people who might not understand grace. He was referring to the parable, which is one of today's daily office lectionary readings. Most of us know it by the name, the prodigal son, and it can be found in Luke 15 verses 11 through 32. It's a familiar passage, so I won't review it here, but it's worth taking another look if you haven't read it in a while. Our friend's kind admonition about not being an elder brother to an elder brother opened my eyes to the way I was blind to my own pharisaical nature, and also how I was failing to see God's true nature. In his book, The Prodigal God, Tim Keller aptly says a better name for this parable is Two Lost Sons. This is a story of how the paths of both brothers are dead ends, but historically, many would focus on the younger brother, the prodigal. When Jesus told this parable, there were two types of people in the audience. Group one was comprised of tax collectors and sinners. Group two included Pharisees and teachers of the law. Of these two groups, Jesus's intended audience was group two, the people who studied scripture, obeyed it, prayed constantly, and were committed to faithful worship. Also, I would add to this group, missionaries who thought they had a say in who deserves God's unmerited favor. We see this unmerited favor in the parable when the father welcomes his prodigal son back without question or condition and throws him a huge party. Prodigal is one of those words that is often misdefined since we so closely associate it with the wild living of the younger brother. I used to assume it meant rebellious, defiant, or wayward. But the dictionary defines prodigal as spending money or resources freely and recklessly and wastefully extravagant. So the word prodigal can appropriately be used to describe both the father and the younger brother. Keller says the father's welcome to the repentant son was literally reckless because he refused to reckon or count his sin against him or demand repayment, a response which greatly offended the elder son. It's easy easy to see that the father of these two sons represents our heavenly father, who is prodigal toward us in the way he spends his resources for us and offers his grace, freely, recklessly, and extravagantly. 
He gave up his only son who paid the ultimate price so we can be welcomed in as a child of God. He sees us from a long way off, runs to us with open arms and a smile on his face, and promises a massive feast that will last throughout eternity. Friends, I'm praying for us today that the Holy Spirit will work these truths deep into our hearts and transform our understanding of the gospel of extravagant grace. We have a prodigal God, and that's really great news. Thanks so much for listening. Stay well and do good.